Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter. And we have been doing this show now for going on four, be four years this year. And uh, we thought we'd give it a try. And here we are. And we've had a blast doing it. And the show is called Solid Steps Radio. And that show did not get its name by accident. That name was birthed out of us talking and thinking and praying about doing a show for men. We decided we wanted to have a show that was geared towards men. We have a lot of lady listeners, and that's great. But we knew we wanted to have an audience of guys and talk to guys. And not just about sports, weather, and politics, but about the things that, uh, basically the things of God. And we believe here at Solid Steps Radio that you are fulfilling your destiny as a man only by when you are walking with God through Jesus Christ. And that uh, a lot of guys are on that journey in different places. You may be kicking the tires of God, never have, have you been in church or not been in church, but you've never really been looking in God's direction. And we just want to be a resource for you, a tool in your toolbox, if you will. So uh, we talk about all kinds of different topics today, but one of the topics that we're talking about today is one of the topics, kind of the angles that you'll hear a lot in our show is 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 um, is a show a language that many men speak, if you will. So today's show, I, I quote my favorite quote on business is from Dallas Willard, who you wouldn't think is a quotable person on business because he was a philosopher in essence. But he taught philosophy at USC for years, and he said, he said, I always ask my students this question, what is the purpose of business? And all the business majors would eventually get around to that answer in there, the word profit, would find its way into the answer. And Dallas Willard will look at them and go, is that what you tell your customers? <laughs> And then they, they sit there and go, well, wait a minute, maybe I'm not supposed to, that's not supposed to be the answer. But the truth of the matter is business is around for a specific purpose and it's really to benefit anyone who comes across it and to make the lives of people better and to help serve people. And we're going to talk today about what it means to be in the business world, but not just about dollars and cents and structures of organizations, but how do we further the kingdom of God through relationships in the business world. And, and and it's not just in the business world, it's in the marketplace, which includes everybody who's out there working. If you get paid, you're in the business that's, world. Right? Uh, yeah, that's right. So uh, welcome, David Sparks. It's great to have you on the show. Uh, welcome, Thanks. Brian Gould. Welcome to the show. And Isaac. And uh, am I saying this right, LaFond? Yep, that's that, right. That's right. Did I say that right? Okay, well, wel welcome, guys, to the show, and uh, we just want to, um, listeners, if you, um, I wish you could have heard our conversation for the last 20 minutes. We've just been... It would have made a great show. It would have been a great show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, yeah, we've just been talking about w being in the work world and how God wants to use us and how do we, how do we make a difference? I mean, because there's not a guy on the planet that we want to get to the end of our life and go, well... You know, I, I accumulated a lot of wealth and got a lot of houses and got a lot of vehicles. And uh, what did Jesus say? David, do you remember what Jesus said to a guy like that? Well, I think uh, <clears throat> I know what he's going to ask me when I stand before him. So <laughs> what's, what's he going to ask you? He's going to say, based on Scripture, you know, <laughs> uh, every man must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Yeah. And uh, we're all going to be accountable. We've got to be accountable. You know, he's going to ask us a question, I think, is what did you do with the time I gave you? Yeah. I mean, are we are we redeeming the time, making our lives count? For the glory of Jesus, and I know that's your your heart for you three guys. But uh, before we get into all that, David, you've been married to your bride. It's Gloria, right? Gloria, mm -hmm. you've been married how long? 
42 years. 42 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad said earlier, I think the the first... The first 40 are here are the toughest. Are the toughest. Is that mm-hmm. true? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you've got, uh, and you've got one daughter? One daughter, Whitney. Uh, yep, she graduated from Mail High School back in, <clears throat> geez, 2002. Uh, and uh, four grandchildren. Nice. So, yeah, it's been great. Awesome. Brian, you've got... Uh, You've been married how long? 17 years. 17 years. You got how many kids? Four kids. Four kids. Well, one's an adult. So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Isaac, you've got, uh, you, you've been married how long? Been married 11 years. Don't forget. 11. 12 in July. 12 in July. Okay. Yeah. And you got how many kids? You got three under five years old. So You have three Five and under. Five and under. Yep. First one starts kindergarten in the fall. Okay, we need to pray for him right now. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody needs to know daycare costs, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, how in the world do you guys know each other? How did how did you how did you connect? Well, uh, basically, I relocated back to to Louisville from St. Louis in 2016. Okay. And uh, I was very involved in uh, CBMC, which is um, Christian Businessman's Connection in St. Louis. And uh, when I moved back, we've got a good friend named Mark Whitaker. I think you probably have heard of Mark. Mark's spoken several times here in the Louisville area. Uh, Mark was the um, the person that was uh, in the, if you've ever seen the movie The Informant, who was the uh, whistleblower for ADM back in the 90s on the Lysine, uh price fixing. Anyway, Mark knows me well. He knew I was coming back. He's uh, real involved in, in CBMC. And he said, you need to hook up with this guy named Brian Gould here in Louisville. And I think he sent the same message to Brian. So he gave us each other's phone numbers, and we hooked up and said, let's have lunch. So in August of 2016, we had lunch. And that was, uh, and that was the first time you guys connected? It is, yeah. yeah. And so... Um, did you know Mark at the time? I did. Yep, had known him for about five years. And so uh, his influence also was big in your life. Yep. How uh, um, how did you get to meet Isaac? So I met Isaac. Uh, I think our paths crossed a few times through some of the uh, local ministry efforts here. I think at the ministry conference that uh, happened a couple years back, where Mark Whitaker spoke, was uh, one of the times we met, and Isaac got plugged in with us here locally with CBMC. Okay, so, and Isaac, um, that just, how, how old are you? <laughs> I graduated in 02 as well. So. <laughs> 34. So, yeah. 34 so, years so old. So he could be your dad. He could be. My, my daughter is 35. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and you guys have a unique relationship because you are doing, you're doing something unique. What would describe that? Uh, well, part of what we do is uh, basically in, in discipleship, which, um, <clears throat> that's that's a big part of, of uh, what CBMC is all about. We call it Operation Timothy, where uh, a Paul takes a Timothy, just like in First uh, Timothy and Second Timothy, and and they become brothers, mm-hmm. uh, really spiritual brothers. And uh, so as as Isaac kind of was dipping his toe, we were we were involved. Brian and I, were, you know, uh, began a, a CBMC here in Louisville uh, there in in August of sixteen, and, and Isaac came along and. Uh, basically just asking, you know, would you like to to go on this journey or begin a journey mm. through what we call Operation Timothy? 
And uh, then uh, he said, yeah, it took him a while. Brian can tell you more about uh, the, the process up to that point. But then I kind of stepped in and said, uh, you want to do it? And he said, yeah, it's something I want to do. Brian, you want to finish the rest of the story? Or something? Yeah, you know, we have some uh, some uh, periodic meetings that we have really just to help equip guys and um, you know help them to understand what the ministry is about. And I think as Isaac got plugged in that and began to understand the purpose for why we exist in the marketplace, uh, he began to want to get involved more. And I think that led him to the next step of wanting to enter into that relationship with David and go through Operation Timothy together. And certainly he can tell you more about the impact that's had on his life. It's impacted all three of us. Mm. So CBMC, Brian, tell our listeners one more time what that, what that stands for. It's Christian Businessmen's Connection. Christi- Christian Businessmen's Connection. And you've been a part of that for how long? 20 years. 20 years. David, you've been a part of it for how long? Since 2002, uh, we relocated from Louisville to St. Louis for a job, uh, worked for CoBank, uh, <clears throat> which is a large agricultural bank. We moved in in 2002, and um, uh, a Paul came into my life at that time named Stan Bauer, who uh, is the wildest guy I've ever met in my life, but uh, he had a, he's a zealot uh, for Christ. And uh, he, he entered my life and uh, through a study and through becoming, uh, understanding what that Paul-Timothy relationship was, uh, that's, that's it, I caught it. I mean, Christ took my heart and said, man, there's, there's a lot more to this than just uh, walking around saying you're a Christian. It, it, it really gets interesting. And Jesus will take you places where you've never been before. And, and Stan took me to a lot of those places. And then since that time, uh, Becoming a Paul to other people and walking life on life with people became very important. So that's how I I, I came into CBMC. So so I mean you've been a Christian. You have been a, a part of the church for a long time. I became a, a Christian at eight years old uh, in Ashland, Kentucky, Unity Baptist Church, <laughs> uh, and uh, walked the path. Some some you know uh, good days, bad days, whatever. And uh, but I wandered in the wilderness for about forty years until this guy, this crazy guy named Stan Bauer, came into my life and began to share and pour into my life what uh, life on life and, and what what we call edification or sanctification really looks like. So and so, I mean, he basically poured his life into you. Yes, he became a prey, and he. I mean, his influence on your life has forever changed you. Absolutely. He's my best friend in life right today. That's uh, that's awesome. We're, we're going to continue to explore what that looks like in you guys and how that has transformed your life, because that is the life and ministry of Jesus, and it's what the life and ministry of the Apostle Paul, what he did with Timothy and what he did with Titus. So... So interestingly enough, all five people in the room right now, we all have some (laughs) things in common, but we all went through this Operation Timothy, and we're all graduates of that, almost 20 years ago, Kurt 30 years ago, and these guys in the past couple decades. And so what does that mean, having an operation, having a Paul and Timothy relationship? We're going to talk more about that in the next couple segments and how uh, it takes your spiritual world into another gear that you didn't know existed when you talk about discipleship. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Souter, and we're talking here today with Brian, David, and Isaac about uh, their 
relationships that they had. They had a Paul in their life who could mentor and disciple them through life. And if you need somebody to mentor and disciple you through all of your financial needs, l and Credit Union is a local lender who's been around for a long time. And they like to partner with people. They want to help people whether they need car loans, home loans, business loans, personal checking, savings, you name it. l and Credit Union, they want to help walk you through and navigate through your financial needs. And also we want to thank... Uh, Vision First Eye Care. Rod Rollo and his crew, they are a fantastic group of individuals who take care about you as a person and not just your sight. So if you have any vision issues, can't see, need to see, blind as a bat, Vision First can take care of you. We want to thank them both for sponsoring our shoe. Okay, so guys, it it really is. I'm fascinated. I, I I just love to hear stories of how God intervenes in a, in a person's life and, uh, and Brian, you shared in the break um, at, when you were at the end of your rope. Uh, um, I mean, you, you you wanted to end your life. Mm. Talk to our listeners about where you were and what was going on. Well, I was empty and I was hopeless. Uh, this was 1998. I'd been married for 12 years. Um, wife walked out of the relationship, didn't see it coming. We had a son three years old. Um, I was looking for answers and I couldn't find any. You know, long story short, um, November 4th, 1998, um, in desperation, you know, I walked into a church uh, I'd never been in before, didn't know anybody in it, um, found myself in the middle of a lot of people praying and worshiping, and that was a foreign concept to me because I did not grow up in the church. And uh, I you, do, had to be, you had to be kind of freaking out a little bit. It was different. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't on my daily planner. Yeah. Man. Weekly planner, monthly planner. Um but, you know, I, I left out of there with a the gentleman coming up to me and asking me, you know, uh, if I knew Christ, if I was a Christian. And I answered that very quickly, yes. And to me at that point in time, in my mind, to just acknowledge Jesus Christ meant that I had checked the box. Um, he didn't challenge me on that. And, um, you know, fast forward two days later, uh, I was just empty. Uh, wife was not coming back. We just started building our dream home uh, only to finish it to sell it. And I just saw things disintegrating. Uh, I was empty, and um, I was ready in my life. It was about 10.30, November 6, 1990. I'll never forget it. I was laying on the couch. I didn't have a gun in my hand. I didn't have a knife in my hand, but I was done. And I remember the phone ringing. And the you person, were completely hopeless. Completely hopeless. Had no answers. Had nobody to really turn to. Didn't have a lot of close family there. Didn't have a circle of friends. Didn't have a church, obviously, but had no one to turn to. And... Um, as I was laying there contemplating that, the phone rang, and the person on the other end of the phone said, if you died tonight, you would go to hell. And that immediately got my attention, obviously, because I was considering into my life. She said, that emptiness inside of you that you've tried to fill with the world is a special place for God and God alone, and you filled it with the world. If you died tonight, you'd go to hell. I'm like, okay, that's the second time she said that. <laughs> She's serious. She's serious. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she said, yeah, you're separated from a holy God because of your sin, and if you die tonight, you go to hell. This is the third time she said it. She said, that's the bad news. The good news is that's why Jesus died for you, that he's a gentleman. He won't force himself on any man. You have to invite him into your life, ask him to forgive you. And she said, son, is that what you want? That was my mom calling me from Houston, Texas that night, November 6, 1998. Mm. And I said, yes, I surrendered. I threw my hands up. That's all I could do. I didn't have the knowledge. And she said, well, you need to pray and ask him into your life, invite him into your life and forgive you. I said, I don't know how to do that. She said, I'll help you. And I prayed that night and surrendered. And um, it changed my life. 
Mm. The other thing that changed my life, probably about two weeks later, I knew I needed help. I went to a Christian counselor, and after she talked to me, she said, let me write a guy's name down. I want you to call him. He'll disciple you. So I called the gentleman up. I could tell he was a... Did you even know what that meant? Did I you, did not. I mean, you, you, you're like, he's going to disciple you, and you're kind of like, huh? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Well, I was pretty pliable and teachable. And I mean, you were so was listening. Yeah, you were so broken. You were so, you're like, I need, I need, I need help. help. I yes. need help. Yes. So she heard that in my voice. And um, she wrote this man's name down, Jim Bingham. And she said, call him. He'll disciple you. So I called Jim up. He was an elderly gentleman. I could tell that on the phone when I called him. I said, Martha Sullins told me to call you, Jim. She said, you'd disciple me. I said, what are you going to do to me? And he didn't miss a beat. He just said, Brian, God would have it. One that's been walking with him a little bit longer than you have. And I shared a little bit of my story, just came to Christ. He said, well, come along beside you and just help you. He said, my calendar's open Friday at 1.30. He said, I'd love to meet you. And we met every Friday at 1.30 for the next eight years. He took me through Operation Timothy, what we talked about here today. But he also did life with me, and he met me where I was at and loved me, and it transformed my life. It continues to transform my life today. So, so okay, you go to meet him for the first time. You've never met him before. You you go to his house? Well, he actually had an office that he worked out of from a gentleman that owned a business there that uh, was involved with CBMC. Jim was the area director for CBMC in Mobile, Alabama, and had been for the previous 25 years. And so you have no idea what CBMC Not at means. All. You have, you're clueless. clueless. You're just supposed to go meet with this Jim guy, and he's going to help you. And he began to pour into you to love you to listen to your story and walked you through Operation Timothy. Uh, talk to our listeners just a little bit. Uh, expound on Operation Timothy. What is that? So Operation Timothy is a, a study. It's a series of books, um, three different books with seven different chapters. It starts with purpose, and it ends with purpose. The beginning part of that is really answering those questions that I had in my heart of hearts that night, November 6th, when I was empty. You know, what is the meaning of life? You know, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? You know, if we haven't answered those questions, then we miss first base, right? And then it just goes through some of the fundamentals of, you know, before Christ, after Christ, what, what does our life look like? All the way up to ending with purpose. So then what would Christ have us do as the man of God, you know, in the home and in the marketplace? He didn't just he didn't just save us so that we could go to heaven. He saved us for a whole lot more than that. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. So uh, so Jim um your buddy how many years older is he than you? So Jim at that time I was 34 years old when we started meeting. And Jim was probably in his mid 60s at that point. So and he's been and he has been uh, leading this ministry for you know, over two decades, has he, he's poured into guys like you for years. Is that, is that? I would suspect hundreds, maybe thousands. Really? Wow. Really. Wow. So fast forward a little bit, Brian, to you've been meeting with him every week for eight years. What's going on in those eight years? So if you recall, when we met, I had a wife that was leaving me. So he was, you know, walking through that with me. I'll never forget. He asked, asked me one Friday, he said, do you think your strange wife would meet with me? And I'll never forget. She accepted that invitation. He went into the home and in tears in his eyes, just pleaded with her not to leave. 
the marriage relationship. And I just looked at him and I looked at her and I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed. I don't know this guy and he's, he's in here to help save my marriage. But unfortunately, she had already checked out of the relationship and God didn't heal that. So then he went through that process with me for the next year. Spiritually, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the growing up in the church part of my life. So, you know, the Bible was foreign to me. You know, I'd show up and I'd say, Jim, you know, I've heard it's harder to get a camel through the eye of a needle than to get into heaven. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, and he'd say, well, let's open up God's word and go here. I'm mm. like, where's that at? And, um, you know, he just gently, carefully and lovingly just handled me where I was at mm. in my understanding of God and just poured into me. So, and, and as time, as time goes on, as you're meeting with him in the context of this ministry called CBMC and this relationship with Jim, when did your eyes really begin to like, I, I think I know what he's doing here. He's, he's discipling me so that one day I can begin to pour into another. Mm. When, did, when did your eyes get open to that? You know, it took some time, um, yeah. probably, you know, uh, year, year and a half in as I became more involved with the ministry, you know, and uh, began to understand, you know, what the ministry really existed for. I'd go to meetings uh, during the work day and I'd, you know, huddle up with another guy that had a card that he had a bunch of guys' names on that he was praying in tears that God would just draw their heart or give him an opportunity to share the gospel or, you know, help, help him to help him save his marriage that type of thing. And, you know, I just, I, I saw that these guys generally cared for others in the marketplace. And uh, that began to resonate with me. And as I began to do the same thing, then I began to see God put people in my path that like, wow, how did this happen? Why is this person sitting across the table from me asking me these questions? And uh, having spent that time with Jim going through Operation Timothy, I was prepared to answer some of those questions. And from my experience in you know, coming to Christ. I mean, God saved you so that not you're just going to go. You're going to go to heaven one day. But God was beginning to prepare and equip you through this life with Jim, in this ministry of CBMC, to make an eternal difference in other guys' lives. Yes. Yes. That's that is. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, that is it. I mean, that's why God saves us and redeems us. Not so that we can keep going to church for the rest of our lives and that we can go to heaven one day. Yes, all that's true, but it's so much more than that. And we're going to continue to unpack that because there's, our, there's listeners out right now who have been saved for years, but they go, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to invest my life in another. We're going to explore that. So we're going to take a break, come back for a couple more segments. And, you know, I heard somebody say that everybody needs a Paul in their life, everybody needs a Barnabas in their life, and everybody needs a Timothy in their life. Uh, and we all need to be those three at some point in our life, maybe sometimes at the same time. So we're going to hear from the rest of the, the panel, Brian, David, and Isaac, about their walk with being a Paul, being an Isaac, and how impactful that is, and how, so also how that ties in with CBMC. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, Kurt Satter. We're here with Brian, David, and Isaac. And uh, we are talking today about the discipleship relationships in, in their lives and how much more they impacted 
they have been impacted by having been poured into them. And if uh, you need, if your septic system needs to be poured into, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad one. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. But you need to go to Frank Enterprises. It was, Those it was somewhat creative. Well, you know, <laughs> Frank Enterprises. They've been sponsoring our show. But more importantly, what they can do for you is if you have a septic system that's not doing what it's supposed to do, or water outside that's not draining where it's supposed to go, it will go in the wrong spots, and that's in your house. So Frank Enterprises, they take care of that kind of stuff, so you need to give them a call. And also, we want to thank uh, Bright Star Home Care. Bright Star Home Care is involved in one of the most important ministries this nation will find will face for generations to come. They help people do 24-hour care for their aging loved ones. So if you know someone who needs maybe just one day a week to come in and pop in and help, or somebody who needs 24-7 care, Bright Star Home Care, they sponsor our show, but they do such an impactful work in the lives of people. So we want to thank them for sponsoring our show as well. So Chad, as we're talking about, as you heard Brian's story um, in last segment, I mean, where in the world would you be today? It, what, 18 years ago yeah. you trusted Christ? Yeah. Uh, you got connected to Cecil. Mm-hmm. Cecil's now in heaven. Right. But where where in the world would you be? Uh, not that I'm anywhere now, but it, it was just, it just was a, every house is as good as its foundation. Mm-hmm. And so my foundation was being poured into by a man who, who just, he just loved me. He was my spiritual grandfather. And so. went through the material, Operation Timothy. Sure, it was formal and informal. Yeah, you know, so uh, um, David, explain t- to our, the listeners real quickly, there's, there's some Bible memory components of Operation Timothy. There's questions, just, just real quickly, describe that. Sure, there's, uh, <clears throat> Operation Timothy's a discipline. Okay, and I think Christ asked us to be disciplined. He asked us to be obedient. And then along with this obedience, as we learn more and more about him uh, and we figure out this purpose thing that we talked about, then you get into Scripture and as a man walks together with you to help understand uh, <clears throat> what that looks like, you begin to connect the dots. Mm. And unless you have somebody to help you, and again, I was involved in a Christian 40 years and really never connected the dots, thought, okay, you know, what's this all about? Well, as this person began to enter my life, Mr. Stan Bauer, he began to connect those dots. Scripture, through the Holy Spirit in us, okay, it begins to connect those dots and helps us to understand and interpret as we look at Scripture. And I began to see it in a very different light and what the whole purpose and plan that God has is in this whole discipleship thing. Then, you know, can we spiritually multiply? What does that look like? You go to John 15 and look at what that looks like, and it's very interesting that I am the vine, you are the branches. You know, I'm, I'm the husbandman or the, the vineyard keeper. I prune you for a reason. Discipline is a very definite. God disciplines you for, to make us better. But he talks about there's fruit. There's no fruit, fruit, some fruit, more fruit, and fruit that remains. Much fruit. Yeah, and that's what he wants. That's what he asks us to do, to leave that legacy behind, you know, possibly. And, you know, and you begin to think, what gets into heaven with you? Have you ever thought of that? Okay, <laughs> so, you know, I, um, your friend's in heaven, right. Chad's friend. But what gets into heaven with you? And based on Scripture, my interpretation, the Word of God lasts forever in the souls of people. They're eternal. Uh, Chad was talking about the first Scripture he memorized through the Navigators or through Operation Timothy was First John 5, 11, and 12. And this is the testimony. God has given you eternal life. So what does that eternal life look like? So that's what he began to explain to me, and I guess I, you always take it for granted, you know, as far as who we are, our soul, 
what happens. But, you know, when we meet with people, every person we meet, we look into their eyes. You look into their heart. It's eternal. It is serious business. It's God's serious business. Now, it, it's fun. It's a great adventure, but it's serious business. So when this guy came into my life, Stan Bauer, <clears throat> we were looking for a, a church home, and he was the ABF leader. So we come in, and he shakes, our, shakes my hand and says, how you doing? <clears throat> He's from Texas. A cowboy hat, belt buckle, boots, and I call him <laughs> all hat and no cattle, okay? <laughs> Anyway, he said, how are you doing? I said, "My both my wife and I said, fine, F-I-N-E. He said, yeah, you know what that means? I said, I have no idea. I said, fine, I'm good, I'm okay. He says, no, no, no. I said, this cost me $10,000 of counseling to figure this out. Fine means fearful, insecure, neurotic, and evasive. <laughs> <laughs> he put my wife back on her heels. It took her six months to begin to like this guy, okay? But that's okay. We immediately had a connection. Then he asked, you know, you want to have coffee sometime? <laughs> well, I don't have time for coffee. I'm working. I got to get to work. And I go in early, you know, and I'm just totally motivated by work. And he said, but I agreed. And so then he asked, uh, when we had coffee, do you want to go through a process, you know, to, to explore some things? Mm. And so I said, sure. Uh, you know, we were having some challenges in relationship. Marriage is not easy. And my wife, when we moved to St. Louis in 02 from here, we'd lived here 18 years. Our daughter had gone to school here. You know, we had a lot of friends. She was a realtor and she was, she had a successful realty business and she gave up a lot to move to St. Louis. In fact, I can remember as we were looking for houses, when we put a contract in, we walk into the hotel and she starts crying and gets in a fetal position in the bed and because she doesn't want to leave. Mm. So, okay, God, what are you trying to do here? Moving us to St. Louis, you know, uh, when we, you know, things are pretty good in Louisville. But then shortly after that, Stan Bauer came into my life. God was engineering all this mm. in a very interesting way. So we get into the study and I loved it. Okay. I mean, I just ate it up because it offered study and discipline that I'd never seen before. And another guy who loved me unconditionally that walk through life with me on certain issues. In fact, it's interesting, you know, I got a ton out of it. I know he got a lot out of it. It's in, every time you go through these relationships with Operation Timothy, with a Paul, Timothy, I get more out of it than I think the Timothy does. It makes me grow. It makes me introspect and learn more and grow in this. And it's that discipline part, you know, it's Hebrews twelve six. Whoever God calls into his heart, he chastens, and then every man he receives, he disciplines mm. and makes us better. And that's the whole part about discipline. It helped me from a business perspective. All of a sudden, I found out, why do I go to work? What is the reason you go to work? Provide for my family. Scripturally, that's not true. And it gets really deep, and you know, as you get into it and begin to unpack all that, you figure out the biblical purpose of going to work is to expand the kingdom of God. There's something more than a paycheck. It's amazing. But <laughs> we get so focused on that and stuff <clears throat> that burns up and doesn't go to heaven, okay, that it's it's so easy to get lose your focus. But when, 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 um David, when did that when did that click? It took it took a while. Okay. It took a while. You're a little slow, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm I'm a little slow on the uptake. <laughs> <clears throat> uh 
it really clicked when I the scripture that that came that, that I learned Psalm seventy five six and seven for promotion cometh not from the east or the west or the south, but God's in control. He raises one man up over another. When I figured that out, that I wasn't going to work, I was I was going to work to get promoted, make more money, you know, more prestige, more yada yada yada. <clears throat> and when that scripture hit, and the Holy Spirit worked with that scripture in my heart, I mm. figured out, you know, I go to work for those. 34 people that I have direct supervision over as being, I was president of, of the East region of CoBank. Uh, so, you know, that $15 billion uh, portfolio responsibility, a lot of people, a lot of stuff going on, but it all changed at that point because then they became more important than anything. Else. I, I, I'm coming in here not to make this a, a money decision. I'm here for something far superior. Correct. That we are <clears throat> talking about the eternity of souls, and then then you got connected mm-hmm. to this young guy. Yes, Isaac. Yes. How did that happen, Isaac Lafon? <clears throat> well, it, Brian's got to get involved in the middle of this. Okay, <laughs> Brian's a gatherer of men. Okay, I am not that good. That's not one of my spiritual gifts. Uh, that's one of Brian, in my opinion. That's one of Brian's spiritual gifts. So I'm going to let Brian tell you how he interacted with Isaac, and then maybe we'll let Isaac set, tell us how we got together. Okay. So, Brian, t- how did you get connected to to this young man, and then eventually he becomes a Timothy to David here? Yeah, so we got uh, our paths crossed um, through the Christian uh, ministry conference. It was done a couple years ago, and uh, I think Isaac was there, and we met and uh, had invited him to come join us uh, in some of our meetings that we were having on a weekly basis. And uh, he accepted and came and uh, began to understand what we were meeting for and started to ask questions and, you know, eventually, uh, you know, wanted to enter into this relationship of uh, Operation Timothy with David. So then, uh, so then Isaac, uh, how long did you know David before you agreed to start this, um, you know, this connection through studying scripture through memorizing scripture how long do you know him um probably five six months i was attending every other saturday and um i'm really careful about margin (laughs) so time talent treasure time being the most important thing i have right now with three kids and a business but um so i was real careful i was attending it was a that early in the morning it didn't affect my family much for me to zip out right down the street and participate but then I started feeling like I needed, I could see that you had to be a Paul, and I had never gone through Operation Timothy. So I just started talking to Brian and David, because David and Brian led the group, and I said, like, I need to go through this so I can be a Paul. And uh, because I'm so careful about that margin, but I could see that it was, there was something real, real there, and I knew that I had to kind of honor that process so that I could be a participant long term in this, what David likes to to call this multiplication, you know, it's, uh, and so anyway, that's just started participating because I had to. So, okay, and we're going to take a break and we're going to continue to, you know, unpack what that looks like and how that has been transformational for you. So we're going to take a break, come back for a fourth and final segment, talk more about that relationship they have, and also a little bit more about CBMC, Operation Timothy, and not just organizations and structure, but how that relationship can be life-changing for you. So we'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. Chad Russell, 
Kurt Souter, and we are here with a panel of men talking about the, the, op, the impact that men have made into their lives through uh, an organization called Operation Timothy, but really uh, relationships that have really profoundly affected them. And uh, we want to thank some people who have profoundly affected you, and you need some profound effect on your finances as far as your retirement goes. Uh, Dan Hart Financial. Dan Hart does a fantastic job. If you say, hey, I want to retire and I need to talk about what retirement looks like next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, Dan Hart can give you some biblical wisdom on what it means to retire or at least put yourself in the position to retire. And what does that even mean? And Dan Hart can walk through that with you. And also, uh, uh, Southeast Christian Outlook is, uh, is a sponsor of our show. And uh, they, if you want to know what's going on in the Christian community around Louisville, Kentucky, uh, grab a Southeast Outlook. They're free at many different organizations around town. Also, again, Ellen and Credit Union, all those folks for sponsoring our show. So, okay, so guys, uh, just a little history of CBMC. Uh, remind our listeners, CBMC stands for? Christian Businessmen's Connection. And they've been in existence since how lo- for how long? 90 years. Uh, began in Chicago, uh, um, right before the Great Depression. Did you say 90 years? 90 years. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And Brian, you said there was two guys that got together, two guys in the marketplace, prayed, and here we are now. They are how many countries around the world? 84. CBMC is yeah. around the world, 84 countries. Uh, how many cities here in America 350 and our vision our strategic plans to get to 650 you got 350 cities around the country and your goal is how do we get into 600 Mm -hmm. plus cities Mm -hmm. in this country Mm -hmm. multiplying training equipping guys discipling them for the glory of God yeah our website has got uh, electronically the Operation Timothy if people want to check it out Uh, we also have um, Living Proof, which is uh, another electronic means to do this. So it's 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 easily replicable and uh, easily accessible. That's cool. So, okay, so uh, Isaac, before you met this, this guy, David Sparks, um, there was another guy mm-hmm. that was engaged in your life that was kind of helping you um, in your walk. What was his name? His name was David Sparks. There are two David Sparks. Two, yes, <laughs> two David Sparks. Yep. And the first David Sparks is now. He's passed on. He's he's in, he's heaven. In, he's he's in heaven. He's in glory. Yep. But he was the catalyst to start, and then you met this David Sparks. Yeah. So first David, you know, you grow up in the church, um, but he was the one like right as I was coming into being an adult, as much as you can be in college. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he kept, is that, he is that kept, possible? He kept me as steady as I could be. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, coming from, like, just growing up in the church and just believing things to, like, actually having to realize, are they actionable in your life? And, like, are you going to let that pilot your life, you know, now that you have the choice to do what you want? And so he was the person that got me there. And then through uh, getting involved with CBMC, thanks to Brian, it's diligence to follow up with me, um, I started getting involved. And then uh, I actually didn't think David – would step up and do it because it seemed like he was awfully busy. So I thought it was really cool that he took the time to step up and be appalled to me. And I had been, you know, like I said, I've been in the church. I've been in leadership in the church, you know, as as early as I could at every level, even as a youth and that kind of thing. And so I've experienced a lot of different programs, you know, things you can buy and put together at a church and are supposed to take care of those things. And uh, I, I always tell David when we're doing our study every Tuesday, 
that this is the thing that has most most questions. I mean, just a ton of questions, and it forces you to answer. So even as somebody that I felt has done a good job cultivating and you know growing their faith, I had never been asked all these questions like in sequence, just over and over and over and over again, and it's just relentless <laughs> that you have to, in simple one or two sentences, answer really large, significant questions. Um, and so, and I just found it, I just kept telling him, I'm like, this has got to be like one of the best curriculums. You know, it's a lot of work. And then you can just see like the genuine, you know, because of what they, David and Brian have experienced and ha- the significance it's had on their life. Mm-hmm. It's easy. That's why I chose to, to go through Operation Timothy. And I'm grateful that David chose to be my Paul because it's been something really uh, meaningful in my life. Um, you know, my wife has seen that difference mm. just because I talk about it all the time. You know, we are diligent to go to church and all those kind of things too. And my, my oldest daughter's five and she started to talk about things. And so it's just interesting to have a man in your life that you see every single week. And we probably communicate during the week too, outside of that, that just will ask you what's going on in your life. What's, what do I need to be praying about? And also be walking through material at the same time. One of the things that struck me most was that David, if you haven't already picked up on it during the radio show, always goes to Scripture when he's explaining something. And I, that's something, it's a big gap in my life. Like, I talk generally about what Scripture has taught me in my life, but I never quote like that. I've never really taken the time to memorize Scripture and have that be, like, the kind of instant response, the first thing that I would lean on in speaking to someone about it. So that's the one of the most significant things I've noticed right off the bat with Operation Timothy is you can't escape the scripture component and you've got to learn it and understand how it relates to you are now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and David is certainly not the person that's going to let you off the hook because he probably spends as much time as anybody, you know, doing that. Well, you know, again, the ultimate model is Jesus Absolutely. because Jesus, he walked through life constantly quoting, fulfilling scripture. And, and, and if we're not, anchoring you know the psalmist said thy word have i hid in my heart heart that i may not sin against you yeah i mean how how are we going to walk faithfully without the truth of god's of god's word mm-hmm. and that that example with those 12 guys minus one plus bring paul back into the situation changed the world those, look yeah, at, yeah, the, those 11 the, disciples are the, the reason why we're here today and mm-hmm. know about the christian faith is because of That's those them. Because of those guys. Yeah, and that's the model that Jesus used. And that's why we feel, or that's why I feel so connected. When those dots started connecting, I figured that out. Matthew 28, Great Commission to Make Disciples. Uh, Matthew twenty two thirty six about the two greatest commandments. When you start really hooking all that together, mm. it makes a difference. Listeners, if you, if you want to deepen in your walk with Jesus, if you want to be equipped, if you want to have, uh, whether you are... If you're, uh, what'd you say? How old are you? You're in your 60s? 64. And Brian, how old are you? I can't tell you. <laughs> 54. You're 54. And then we've got the young whippersnipper here. You know, um, he's in his 30s. Um, wh- wherever you are in your journey, CBMC will come alongside you and help you grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. And then you have a local chapter that meets here in Louisville. Is that correct? Correct. So even though it's nationwide, it's, it's around the world, there's a local chapter here. And what does that look like? What's weekly? it look like? Well, we've got a uh, meeting on, on sa- every other Saturday, every other Thursday, so they don't meet on the same same week. 
uh, and <clears throat> we, we study God's word. We, we talk about life. Um, you know, we go through, there's a, a program called Living Proof. What's it look like in the marketplace to truly share your faith? Okay, and we try to do it in a stealth way, of course, with all the uh, <clears throat> politically correct things that are going on today. It's, 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 it's unique, but, but you can do it. Yeah, and, and God gives you a way to do it. It's, and we're getting ready to launch a, a new program. Isaac's going to be involved, and in, in Brian called uh, YP Young Professionals, uh, which is takes the guys from 25 to 40, and we're going to form groups to do that and see how that goes. Uh, so, so we do that, but, but the whole focus is on this operation, Tim. It's it's disciple. It's one man pouring into another. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And the website is louisville.cbmc.com, louisville.cbmc.com. And uh, yeah, our time is up, guys, but it's just been a blast. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for your investment into men's lives for the glory of Jesus Christ. Um, it's just awesome. Uh, really appreciate you coming in. And uh, Brian, would you pray for us guys that yes. we would be faithful? I, I'm reminded when Paul said uh, at the very end of his life, he knows time is near. And this is what he says. He says, Timothy, the things that you have heard from me in the presence of other people, I want you to now entrust to faithful men, to reliable men who will then will be able to qualify to teach others. Ooh. And uh, that's 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 what that's what you guys are talking about. Mm -hmm. Multiplica multiplication, pouring into lives for the glory of Christ. Mm -hmm. Brian, would you pray that we will be those that that kind of man? Would you yes, pray for us? Yes, absolutely. Father God, we are so thankful that we can call you Father. Thank you for these men and this time together. Father, we pray that as these words go out and men hear, God, the challenge that's been put before us, God, that we would be proactive. God, that we would get in on something that only can be explained by your hand. Father, the stakes are high, and uh, Father, I just pray that men will have a vision of eternal impact. Just as David said, God, the only two things that get into heaven is yeah. the Word of God and the souls of people. And uh, Father, uh, we know as we've discussed today that this is top priority with you, and uh, Father, we just thank you for being able to engage in what you have before us, and uh, we give all this to you in Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Isaac, Brian, David, thank you for coming thank in. You. Thank you. Good time. So listeners, you probably, you may be driving in your car when you hear this and you may think, gosh, you know, I didn't have anybody who was appalled to me and, and I don't, I, I was never discipled. Well, get in line. <laughs> Most people have it. Uh, and, and we're all figuring out some of this on our own as we're feeling our way through the dark. But I guarantee you, if you want a Paul, you ask God and God would say, I'd be more than happy to introduce you to one of my other sons. Uh, to do that. And because here's the thing, guys, if you're listening, you've got some Timothy's probably looking at you at your house. Hmm. You have a responsibility, if you do nothing else, that we have to be a Paul to our Timothy's who we're raising. So uh, louisville.cbmc.com. And they have a weekly meeting Thursday, every other Thursday and every other Saturday. And uh, boy, that sounds like a great, if you say, I don't know where to start, I bet you that's a good place mm -hmm. to start. So we'd lay, they, they would love to have you come by. So, hey, thank you for listening. Pass this along to someone else. I guarantee there's someone in your life who thought, boy, I thought about him. Uh, send this show to him. It'll be a podcast. If you're just catching it and you want to hear it in its entirety, thanks to our sponsors, commercial-free, you can go to Facebook, SoundCloud, or iTunes on Monday, and you can catch this as a podcast and listen to it anytime you want, and you can send this to anybody you want and say, hey, take a listen to this. This sounds like something we need to be interested in. So... Thank you for listening again to Solid Steps Radio.